After a long two-week ban for talking about the U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine before it became mainstream news, we are finally back. And the time that we've been gone, we made Tucker Carlson's show, made national news, and got banned from Twitter again. A new judge has been nominated for a a spot on the Supreme Court, and Governor Ron DeSantis has signed the new bill protecting kids from the LGBTQ community. I think it's safe to say that we have a lot to cover. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and welcome back to another episode of Rap. Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez, and I have missed you guys so, so much. I really have. Before we get into the show, you know that I normally direct you guys to go follow the podcast, to go follow the Rumble channel and the Odyssey channel. But before we get into this news, I really have to emphasize to you guys that if we get one more strike, we are permanently and completely banned from YouTube. Now, YouTube banned our last episode for medical misinformation, and I would imagine it was because we talked about the U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine. Now, that's since become mainstream news, but we still got the two-week ban. If we get one more strike, my channel is completely gone. So please, before you guys do anything else, go subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Please go subscribe to my Rumble channel. Go to my website, staffsisofficial.com, and go to Odyssey. I can't stress enough to you guys how important it is that you do this now because one more strike and we are completely out. Now, a lot has happened in the past two weeks. YouTube banned me, so I said, okay, well, I'm going to go do what I do best and go get on the ground in the streets of America and see what's going on. So we went to the NCAA Women's Swimming Championship that Leah Thomas was swimming at. And I got to witness this historic moment with my own two eyes. I went inside of the tournament and I put B-roll video out of Leah Thomas absolutely annihilating his female counterparts. It went viral. And I was lucky enough to interview one of the only NCAA athletes that was willing to speak out against this grown-ass man. The interview went viral. It made Tucker Carlson in almost every single conservative show that you could think of. And then all of the Antifa accounts on Twitter that were mad because I was, and I quote, drumming up hate against Leah Thomas made sure to get the Twitter account banned. Now, at that point, this was my second account. This was my podcast account. Remember that my first actual reporting account, Sav Says, got deleted at 122,000 followers after President Donald Trump retweeted my work, B-roll of the Million MAGA March, showing Trump supporters being peaceful and Black Lives Matter activists beating them up in the streets in Washington, D.C. They told me that I was initially banned for ban evasion, even though I never had a prior suspension. I had never even gotten any warning. They just took the entire account down. So I said, okay, I'll make an account for my podcast. So I was using that to share the interviews and the reporting that I use on this podcast. And that has since been taken down for, again, ban evasion. That account garnered almost 40,000 followers. And in the two weeks that we had it, and, and just the one week before we got banned, we garnered over 3 million views exposing Leah Thomas and exposing the radical left. Now, these videos are on my Instagram, and I highly encourage you go watch them. The leftists are out in full force, and the trans community has now replaced BLM for the 2022 election season. You can't speak badly about the trans community. You can't expose them in any way. And leftists are back out on the street saying that women can have penises and men can get periods and get pregnant. Yes, that is an actual quote. I'll post that video later tonight. 
So because we expose the truth, because we expose the left for being rampant idiots and hateful and, uh, you know, vitriolic, they mobbed me, by the way, in Austin, Texas, because I was at a trans rally there. I was genuinely going up and asking them, hey, why are you here? Why is this important to you? And uh, that resulted in me being mobbed because the people there didn't like my political leanings, even though it had nothing to do with the questions I was asking. So that's what's been happening these past two weeks. And, you know, the cherry on top of all of that is the fact that if we get one more ban here on YouTube, this platform is completely gone too. I also post on my Instagram account at sad with one N and I'm sorry that this is such a long plug, but the reason it is, is because Twitter and all of these big tech platforms are currently going on a banning and censorship spree. Now, after I was banned, this is from Greg Price because, you know, I wasn't on Twitter at that point. The day that I got banned, Greg Price tweets out, Twitter in the past 24 hours suspended the Babylon Bee, which is a satire site, remember that, guys, for naming Rachel Levine their, quote, man of the year, suspended reporter Savannah Hernandez after viral interviews with female swimmers at the NCAA championship about Leah Thomas. But it gets so much worse than that. Tucker Carlson also joined the Babylon Bee, and Charlie Kirk did as well for talking about how Rachel Levine was a biological man. To be quite honest with you guys, I may immediately take this stream down because what I've already said in the first five minutes goes against everything that YouTube guidelines stand for. And what are those guidelines? What is it that we are saying that big tech doesn't like? What is it that we're spreading that's fascism and Nazism that needs to be silenced? Well, I think you guys know the answer to that. It's the truth. Seldom few people in the modern day are willing to put their entire careers on the line to tell the truth. And when I say the truth, I mean something as simplistic as saying that there are only two genders and men are not women. That gets your entire career banned. That gets you slandered. And that gets you labeled as a Nazi fascist. That's what people call me now. I have a Daily Beast reporter that lives here in Dallas that says that I'm a white supremacist apologist. Because I stood up for a woman who was holding a sign by herself that said white lives matter too. And she talked about all of the white lives that have been taken by the black community. That was, well, that was her protest. She was bringing light to that. And then 12 BLM mem members came and attacked her. So I went and I stood up for her. And this Daily Beast reporter has since made it a point to follow my accounts, get them deleted, and call me a fascist, call me a white supremacist sympathizer. That's who we're dealing with in the modern day. So will I ever stop telling the truth? No, absolutely not. Will we ever bend the knee and will we ever capitulate to big tech? No. I have so many people that are constantly telling me, Sav, you know, just don't talk about certain things or just talk about it on a certain platform. No, I'm not bending the knee because the entire reason our country is where it is today is because everyone said, okay, I just won't talk about that this time. Okay, I'll just bend the knee this one time. And that is why we are where we are today. Now, I'm extremely upset with where our country's at, and I'm not trying to be too, too aggressive, but the fact that we had Governor Ron DeSantis have to put this tweet out when Leah Thomas, biological man, took first place in the NCAA Women's Swimming Championships, he writes, by allowing men to compete in women's sports, the NCAA is destroying opportunities for women, making a mockery of its championships, and perpetuating a fraud. In Florida, we reject these lies and recognize Sarasota's Emma Wyant as the best women's swimmer in the 500-yard freestyle. Emma is the person who came in second place. Ron DeSantis recognized her as first. Of course, everybody was extremely upset about this. 
But like Ron DeSantis, I will continue to stand up for the truth and stand up for this country because seldom few are willing to do that in the modern day. One of the biggest lessons I've learned in media is that people are in this for fame and fortune. I'm not. So if this YouTube channel gets deleted, then it's another casualty added to my list of accounts that have been banned. I want to get the message out and I want to be able to continue inform you guys and telling you the truth. I can't do it on this platform. I'll still continue to talk about this. But then, you know, like my friends say, I will have to put things on certain platforms, but I'm not going to stop saying them and I'm not going to stop talking about them. I'm not going to stop exposing the left because there are communists and socialists on the streets of America that have infiltrated our corporations, infiltrated our our churches infiltrated everything that we hold dear and sacred in this country and are destroying us from the inside. Look at the Biden administration right now that is elevating the LGBTQ community and inclusivity over national security. We're not in a good place as a country right now, which is why everybody needs to stand firm, double down on their beliefs and go hurt somebody's feelings. And when I say that, I mean, go up to a trans person and tell them, guess what? There are only two genders and you're a biological man. You're not a woman because I'm tired of pretending and I'm tired of living in a society that is coddling these mentally ill people. That's where I'm at. Now, it's not all bad. And in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis signed that law limiting teaching on LGBTQ. Many of you may have heard of this as the don't say gay bill, which in itself is a complete lie. The word gay is not mentioned once in the bill. And do you know what the bill actually is about? It's about not teaching sexuality and sexual orientation to kindergarten through third graders. So everybody who is against this bill is a straight up pedophile. I'm sorry. I'm going to be very blunt with that. If you are trying to push to indoctrinate kindergarten through third graders with sexual propaganda and sexuality, you're a pedophile. So good on Governor Ron DeSantis for signing this law um, or signing this bill into law and fighting for his state. Of course, there are many private companies in Florida that are extremely upset about this and saying, well, we're not going to listen to this or schools it is, it's schools and teachers. Oh, we're not going to listen to this. Governor Ron DeSantis doubling down and saying, I don't care what you want. This is what the people of Florida want. And this is what we're doing. So good on DeSantis for actually having a backbone. But I do want to play for you guys. Uh, this is footage from last Friday. It's just B-roll for my podcast listener of Pembroke Pines Charter High School in Florida who had a massive walkout to protest the Don't Say Gay Bill with the students chanting, We Say Gay. Now, in the B-roll, it looks like what we could imagine to be thousands of students who walked out of school and they're waving the LGBTQ flag, they're waving the non-binary flag, and they're all chanting, it's okay to say gay, even though no one has ever said it's not okay to say gay. This is what we're living through in the modern day, you guys. And I, I just can't express to you enough how frustrated I am with where our country's at. I, I'm full on start the rapture mode because when I see videos like this one, because remember that Joe Biden just nominated a new judge to potentially fill in a spot in the Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson, this woman was asked, what is a woman? And I'm sure many of you have already seen these videos, but we still need to recap because I haven't been able to comment on it because YouTube banned me. This is what the next potential Supreme Court justice, okay, this woman is going to be tasked 
with interpreting our constitutional rights and our constitution in the highest court in our land. This is Jackson answering the question of what a woman is. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. She said she can't provide an example of what a woman is because she's not a biologist. Now, a lot of people have made fun of this and made jokes about it, but to me, it's not a joke. To me, this is a shining and glaring example of how destroyed our country has become. We have a grown woman who cannot define biologically what a woman is. It is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard in my life. And the fact that we are perpetuating this mental illness, to me, it's just like we deserve to get taken over by China at this point. That's where I'm at with my politics. And I've been saying this on all the shows that I've been going on too. Last week, I was on nine different shows, including Tim Pool, and every chance that I got, I said that I would gladly give up my 19th Amendment right to vote so that these dumb women who are voting with their emotions cannot destroy this country further. I'm going to show you guys an example of where we're currently at. When Kavanaugh was going to be elect or nominated to the Supreme Court. It was believe all women because, you know, Christine Blasey Ford was lying about her rape. And then with Amy Coney Barrett, it's like, oh, we'll only believe some women, not her, because she doesn't believe the right political ideology. And then you get to Gatanji Brown-Jackson, and it's like, well, what's a woman? <laughs> Sorry, I, um, I, I just don't know. And it's really sad, too, because You know, everyone in society is all about labels. So, of course, the news when she does get officially nominated is going to be like, the first black woman has been nominated to the Supreme Court. Great. She's an effing retard. Pardon my French here, but she is. She can't even define what woman is. So congratulations to the black community. That's who's representing you. What a shame. What a joke. What a pathetic waste of a Supreme Court nominee. The fact that she even got the nomination is pathetic and unwarranted. What did she do to deserve that? Oh, she's black and a woman? Pathetic. Now, it gets even worse when we go into this woman's past and career. Now, apparently she's been very soft on uh, her sentencing regarding child porn. And we saw Josh Howley, we saw Ted Cruz questioning Brown Jackson about this. So The Hill put this article out. CNN's Tubin, Holly questions on child porn and appeal to the QAnon audience because that's our media, okay? Uh, Anybody who is a judge soft on child porn, probably a pedophile. I'm just going to go out and say that. You know, I'm being very extreme on this show, but uh, congratulations to the left. Y'all radicalized me. You guys attack children so much and you guys have targeted children so much that I just straight up think that you're all pedophiles attacking kids now. Good job. You did that to yourselves. So now we have, uh, you know, CNN saying, well, it's actually an appeal to QAnon when, um, you know, questions about child porn are brought up. 
the media does a great job of manipulating our language, manipulating our reality. And this is a perfect example of how they do that. They take a very serious issue that everybody in society should agree is bad. And then they say, oh, well, I mean, like that's related to QAnon. So just disregard that. Just disregard that. I want you guys to be aware of who Katanji Brown Jackson is and what she's done with her career. So again, old video, but we're still going to do that recap. So here's Ted Cruz questioning KBJ on uh, why she halved the sentence for a defendant who had 6,700 images of child porn. Let's listen. Your child pornography possession crime was egregious in the court's view. Okay, so this is a bad one. If you're actually sentencing defendants, you said this was egregious. What did you sentence Stewart for? The guidelines said 9,721 months. Prosecutor said 97 months. You said it's egregious. 6,700 images. You come in with 57 Time months. Time has expired. Why Senators did you sentence him to over just 57 of- months in the Stewart case? Do you want to address that? Because you're claiming it's cherry-picking. In fact, you're welcome to explain any of these cases, but let's take the Stewart case. Why Coons, did you sentence him for half the amount? You're not recognized, Senator, Senator you, Coons. You don't want her to answer that question? You wouldn't allow her any. Mr. Chairman, she may answer the question. I've asked her why she sentenced Stewart. You've gone over the time, Senator, by two minutes. Why she? Because you've interrupted me for two minutes, Mr. Chairman. Will you allow her to answer the question, or do you not want the American people to hear (laughs) why, with someone she described as an egregious? There comes a point, Senator, where you get a little bit. Chairman Durbin, will you allow her to answer the question? You won't allow her to answer. I I will happily allow her to. The question is why you sentenced Stewart, an egregious child pornography possessor. to, to half of the amount Please, requested by the prosecutor. Please, Senator. Will you allow her to a- answer the question, Chairman Durbin? Senator Coons. Well, why are you not allowing her to answer the question? There's You're not another the senator here that you've not allowed her to answer the question. You're I'm not asking another question, but allow her to answer the question, Chairman Durbin. Thank you, well, Chairman Durbin. Why do you not want the American people to know what happened in the Stewart case or any of these cases? Chairman Durbin, I've never seen the chairman refuse to allow a witness to answer a question. You can bang it as loud as you want. Well, I can just tell you, at some point, you have to follow the rules. Okay, well, you let her answer the question. You've, you've been interrupting. And by the way, with Senator Graham, it went 10 minutes over. You- okay, so the reason that clip was so long and the reason why I wanted to play it in its entirety is because at the end, Chairman Durbin, who refuses to, uh, you know, allow... Katanji Brown-Jackson to answer the question as to why she had the sentence for somebody who had 6,700 images of child porn. The reason why I wanted to play the whole clip is because he goes, well, you have to follow the rules. And that in itself is so telling to me because no, we don't. And I want everybody listening to this stream to understand that. Now, ever since we were little kids, we're taught to obey authority, to listen to our parents, to listen to our teachers, to listen to our government officials. Well, guess what, guys? In the modern day, our government officials are lying to us. They're bending the rules in favor of one side, or they just straight up change the rules. If you're following them and you're winning, then they go, okay, no, you can't do that anymore. We're changing the rules. So no, you don't have to follow the rules. And I'm glad that Ted Cruz kept badgering away at this question because it is important for us to understand the answer to. Now, another interesting thing that popped up, this comes from Zach Voorhees, who is a former Project Veritas whistleblower. He said, what are the chances this Supreme Court justice was the same judge handling the Pizzagate shooting case? 
And then somebody links this ABC article that says a Pizzagate shooter sentenced to four years in prison. Judge describes breathtaking recklessness. Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson called the extent of the recklessness of the defendant's actions breathtaking as she sentenced Welsh on Thursday. Jackson said she had no reason to doubt that Welsh thought he was being helpful but said she could not overstate the concern that other people will see what you have done and be inspired by it. So she's uh, tied to Pizzagate. Very interesting on that front. And then again, we have the media swooping in and covering for her just straight up stupidity, because aside from her being a uh, child pornography apologist, she also can't define what a woman is. Okay. Complicit in the erasure of her own gender so we have USA Today coming out with the headline, Marsha Blackburn asked Ketanji Brown-Jackson to define woman. Science says there's no simple answer. Actually, there is a simple answer. Okay, Biologically, if you look, it, it's like, why am I even explaining this to you guys? Why the hell have we gotten to a point in this country where I have to explain the difference between a man and a woman? We deserve to just be wiped out at this point. We really freaking do. And honestly, it's like, you know what? Let natural selection take its course and... Let all of the weird LGBTQ community who is not going to be able to procreate eventually make themselves irrelevant. But guess what? That's not going to happen because they're adopting, uh, you know, kids from straight couples and then indoctrinating them and raising up the next generation. So great job. Great job to this entire country. Now, let's go ahead and jump over to the Oscars. And we're only going to talk about this for a moment. And yes, the Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock debacle was something that went super viral but to be quite honest i'm tired of talking about it will smith is a cuck he lets other people have sex with his wife he's pathetic of course he would react in that way i don't think that the slap was staged because <laughs> i genuinely think that after his wife having sex with so many men will smith just finally snapped and got his rage out but Something very important did come out of that entire situation that we do need to touch on. Before we jump into that, though, uh, let's enjoy this video of Jamie Lee Curtis, who shows up to the Oscars with her little blue ribbon in support of Ukraine. Absolutely pathetic. So these are our celebrities, okay? Jamie Lee Curtis, she's there at the Oscars. She's wearing her pretty dress. She puts up her, her ribbon on her hand. And for the podcast listeners, oh my gosh, this is just so pathetic to watch. She's like... I support Ukraine. I'm better than you because, like, I support Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, I'm supporting Ukraine. Like, it's, it's, it's all I have to do. It's like, flash up this little ribbon, and I've done what I needed to do. I am such a good person, and, like, I would never support Russia or Putin. We support Ukraine here. <sighs> That's your average modern-day celebrity. And I'm trying to stay focused and actually do this show, but it's just all so damn exhausting. It really is. It really is. Uh, now, going back to this ridiculous slap, a couple things that I want to cover here. From the Washington Post headline, it was an A-list ovation for Will Smith at Vanity Fair's Oscar after party. Uh, and from the New York Post, alopecia advocate praises Will Smith's Oscar slap showed strength. Now, the reason I'm reading off these headlines is because what is going to come out of this, my friends, what is going to come out of this is it's okay to go and physically assault somebody that hurts your feelings. Now, in some instances, for example, if Will Smith actually had a healthy marriage and someone disrespected his wife and he wanted to go stand up for his wife, I think in this situation it was a bit ridiculous and I already explained why I think he acted the way that he did. But acting out violently, 
the reason why the media is now saying that what Will Smith did is amazing, and we even had uh, Ayanna Presley delete this tweet. It says, hashtag alopecia nation, stand up. Thank you, Will Smith. Shout out to all the husbands who defend their wives living with alopecia in the face of daily ignorance and insults. Women with baldies are for real men only. Boys need not apply. Now, why are we seeing all of our elected officials and media perpetuating Will Smith's violence is a good thing? Because they've been doing this for years already where it's like, well, now if somebody says there's only two genders or you're a biological man, aka Leah Thomas, then you deserve to be punched in the face, maybe even killed. I don't know. Yeah, that's where this country's headed. That's where we're going. If that seems extreme to you, look at the fact that there are still people rotting in jail from January 6th for having the audacity to go walk in the Capitol peacefully. What do you think our political opposition wants? They want us dead. They don't want us a part of this country anymore. They want our opinion abolished. And why is that? Because we tell the truth. This is not a fair country anymore. And everyone needs to wake up real quick and understand where we're currently at. Another old story that we missed, this is from March 22nd, from Project Veritas breaking DOJ spied on Project Veritas Journalists' emails via sealed search warrants and non-disclosure orders, Microsoft's legal docs reveal how DOJ repeatedly concealed possession of privileged communications from federal judge. So um, there you guys go, our Department of Justice now spying on journalists that are willing to tell the truth. Mike Cernovich tweets this out. I absolutely loved it, so had to read to build onto the fact that our intelligence agencies are completely corrupt. The FBI faked a kidnapping plot in October of 2020 to create an anti-Trump narrative, I believe that was with Gretchen Whitmer, refused to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop, which has since turned out to be true, unlawfully and violently raided the homes of journalists who investigated the Ashley Biden diary, aka Project Veritas, like we just read. They don't stop terrorism. They are the terrorists. And that is 100% true. Going back to the Will Smith slap, one of the best takes that I saw from it is, okay, so Will Smith can go slap Chris Rock in front of a national audience and gets applauded for it. Meanwhile, parents go up in front of city or school council meetings and get a little bit angry about the fact that their children are being taught sexualized curriculum, and then the DOJ is weaponized against them, and they're treated like domestic terrorists. Yeah. You see how your reaction to things And how you are treated in the modern day ties very much so to your political leaning. Our opposition wants us obliterated. Now, let's go ahead and take a peek in on how Joe Biden and America is doing. And of course, we have to look to Russia and Ukraine for that. Now, if you're here and you want to understand what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, I'm not going to provide that for you because I want to focus on what's going on here at home. And what's going on here at home is that Joe Biden's blunders are going to get us into a potential world war. From the Associated Press three days ago, breaking, President Biden called for Russian leader Vladimir Putin's removal, saying, quote, for God's sakes, this man cannot remain in power. Biden also used his speech in Poland to say that Europe must steal itself for a long fight against Russian aggression. Great job, Joe Biden. Great job. And if you guys needed another example of how mentally incoherent Joe Biden is from the New York Post yesterday, 
Biden used a cheat sheet while doubling down on unscripted message to oust Putin. On Monday, Biden, 79, told reporters he made no apologies for his remarks, made off the cuff and not part of his prepared speech in a nationally televised address from Poland Saturday, and did not view it as a provocation to Russia. It's more an aspiration than anything. He shouldn't be in power. There's no, I mean, people like this shouldn't be ruling countries, but they do. The fact is they do, but it doesn't mean I can't express my outrage about it. You know what's funny about this is if uh, Putin said that Joe Biden was incompetent and that the uh, 25th Amendment needed to be invoked and he needed to be removed from power because he was corrupt and his son was corrupt and they have corrupt dealings with Ukraine, corrupt business dealings with the country that Putin is fighting against. I bet you front and center, Lindsey Graham and all of the media, all of the war hawks in Congress would be like, oh my gosh, we need to nuke Russia immediately. I can't believe they just called for our president to be ousted. But then when Joe Biden does it, because he's a dementia patient, it's okay. Great. Love that for us. Seems like things are going absolutely great. Now, Peter Ducey from Fox News he always does a great job of actually holding Biden's feet to the fire. He asked about the big things that Joe Biden keeps talking about, keep getting walked back from the world stage. This was Joe Biden's response to that. This is Joe Biden's response to his blunders. Now, I'm already going to kind of point out what I want you guys to focus in on in this clip. And I'm sure naturally you would already pick on this, pick up on this yourself. But Joe Biden basically says it didn't happen. None of it ever happened. So the propaganda and the lies from this administration are so severe that we can read a headline that says Joe Biden called for Russia's leader to be ousted. And then Joe Biden goes up front on in front of America and the entire world and says, no, that didn't happen. Watch. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia, and we know... None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred? None of the three. Mr. President? You, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We were talking about helping train the troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's what the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending to I was referring was to with meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops are in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind? It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You've got to be silly. The world wants to know? The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. So there's Joe Biden just bold faced lying to everybody because he knows he can get away with it. Uh, things are so bad that we even have a uh, French president Macron scolding Biden for calling Putin a butcher, saying, if we want to stop this war, you must not escalate with words or actions. That's from Mediaite. And I keep seeing a lot of headlines like this one. This one is from Insider. It says, the socialite daughter of Putin's spokesman complains U.S. sanctions are unfair, but thinks they won't make a difference. 
Now we see headlines like this, and even the headline itself is kind of trying to uh, demonize Putin's daughter, like, oh, she's a socialite, so the only reason she doesn't like the sanctions is because she's trying to party. But I realized, and I've heard from many people that are over in Russia, that they are starting to side more with their leader and against the U.S. because of all of these sanctions, because of all of the attack on their people. When I say attack, I mean... For example, Russian Twitch streamers, that's their livelihood, are now being banned from being able to make a living because they're Russian. Remember when we had people pouring out Russian vodka in solidarity with Ukraine? America is, and again, I want to stand up for my country and save my country, but to be quite honest with you right now, we are one of the most ridiculous countries, one of the dumbest countries in the world, and it's sad to see. Now, also coming out of Russia and Ukraine, which I'm sure the media is not going to be reporting on, from the Gateway Pundit, shocking video allegedly shows Ukrainians shooting and torturing Russian prisoners of war. Videos that surfaced late last night purportedly show members of the Ukrainian military shooting Russian prisoners of war in the knees and beating them senseless. Several correspondents from around the world have called on the International Criminal Court, which Ukraine has invited into their country to investigate and verify these potential war crimes. Videos allegedly showing Ukrainian soldiers shooting Russian prisoners of war in the knees have hit the internet alongside a series of clips from the Ukrainian army calling the families and loved ones of the deceased Russian soldiers in order to mock their deaths. The footage is embedded below and is graphic. Viewer discretion is advised. And again, the Gateway Pundit was unable to uh, independently verify the content of the videos, but a foreign correspondent from the BBC has indicated that she reviewed the clips, seeing not sharing graphic videos from Ukraine in accepting ICC jurisdiction. Ukraine has enabled ICC prosecutors to investigate allegations of war crimes and crimes against humanity on both sides. Uh, so that's what's currently going on. Again, uh, this is all alleged. And whether it's pro-Russian or pro-Ukrainian videos that are coming out of this, uh, to be quite honest with you, I think that everything is alleged and I don't trust anything coming out of either side because of what we're seeing right now with our own media. You know, we see something happening right in front of our very faces in our own country and then we see how the media runs with it. How are we supposed to trust reporting from an entirely different country where nobody's on the ground and we don't know the truth of what is going on? Now, we love to bring these up, the kind of like defiant L's uh, images. And this one is from NPR. The false biolab story pushed by the Kremlin is an example of how U.S. conspiracy theorists, far-right social media channels, and Fox News pundits can often spread Russian propaganda more effectively than Russia itself. And remember, guys, we got banned for medical misinformation for talking about these U.S.-funded biolabs. And oh, wow, will you look at that? Daily Mail U.S. exclusive. Hunter Biden did help secure millions in funding for U.S. contractor in Ukraine specializing in deadly pathogen research. I wonder why they wanted to keep that up. I wonder why they were trying to cover up that story. Oh, it's because Hunter Biden is tied to it. What a damn surprise. One of the most corrupt freaking people tied to Joe Biden, his son, Hunter Biden. Wow. What a freaking surprise. Now, 
The New York Post writes, Hunter Biden helps secure funds for a U.S. biolab contractor in Ukraine. Russia's assertion that President Biden's son Hunter was financing biological laboratories in Ukraine was based in truth, according to emails reviewed by the Post. A trove of emails on, you guessed it, Hunter Biden's infamous laptop that the FBI just couldn't seem to get a hold of, the existence of which was exclusively reported by the Post in October 2020, found that he played a role in helping a California defense contractor analyze killer diseases and bioweapons in Ukraine. Moscow has claimed that secret American biological warfare labs in Ukraine were a jurisdiction for its unprovoked invasion of the neighboring country last month. It doubled down on the accusations Thursday, claiming the labs produced biochemical weapons at the Biden family's behest. According to Russian state media, they quote, U.S. President Joe Biden himself is involved in the creation of biolaboratories in Ukraine. So there you go, YouTube. There you go. See, this is the problem with reporting on these types of stories before the media decides, okay, I guess the truth came out. We can't hide it anymore. You get censored for it. Then it turns out to be true. Now, the bigger issue, a part of this story, because that in itself is a pretty compelling evidence of how corrupt the entire Biden family is. On top of all of that, remember that Social media, big tech, kept the Hunter Biden laptop story suppressed ahead of the 2020 election because they feared that it would hurt Joe Biden and Joe Biden's run. Now, I'll come out and say that that's my opinion. But let's be honest, guys. Why else would big tech have suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story? Why else do we have the New York Post coming out with headlines like this one? Spies who lie, 51 intelligence experts refuse to apologize for discrediting the true Hunter Biden story. They're the, the supposed nonpartisan group of top spies looking out for the best interest of the nation. But the 51 former intelligence agents officials who cast doubt on the post-Hunter Biden laptop stories in a public letter really were just desperate to get Joe Biden elected president. And more than a year later, even after their deep state sabotage has been shown again and again to be a lie, they refuse to own up to how they undermined an election. The officials, including CNN pundit and professional fabricated Fabricator James Clapper, a man who was nearly charged for perjury for lying to Congress, signed a letter saying that the laptop has the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. So that's our country. And uh, that's what happened in the 2020 election. Big tech suppressed this story. And there are polls of people who said that if they knew about the Hunter Biden laptop, they never would have voted for Biden. Well, guess what? Election's over. Everything's said and done. And now we have verifiably one of the worst presidents in U.S. history currently in office causing supply shortages, saying that food shortages are coming. His sons, both of them, Bo and Hunter, extremely corrupt. We'll get into that here in a moment from the Gateway Pundit. Video Chuck Grassley reveals financial links between the Chinese Communist Party and Hunter and James Biden on Senate floor and brings the receipts. It's like, you know, every single time you think that the corruption on Hunter Biden has reached its limit, it's like, how much more corrupt can you get? You read a story like this one. Oh, yeah, by the way, they're tied to the uh, Chinese Communist Party, which we already knew, by the way. Let's take a peek at the Bo Biden Foundation. This is uh, Joe Biden's 
deceased son apparently has a foundation that raked in millions, spent fractions on kid programs. The Bo Biden Foundation for the Protection of Children raked in $3.9 million in 2020, but spent only a fraction of that on its purported mission to help kids. The Delaware-based charity which was started in honor of President Biden's late son. Oh, my apologies. It wasn't his son's uh, foundation. It was started on behalf of Biden's late son. It got an infusion of $1.8 million from the Biden Foundation before that group shut down in 2020, according to the charity's latest tax filings. The Biden Foundation was started by Joe Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, to champion progress and prosperity for American families. The Bo Biden charity also took $225,000 from entities tied to a top political donor and bundler to President Biden despite the $2 million plus windfall. The organization put only... $544,961 in 2020 toward its stated purpose of protecting children from abuse, according to tax filings. So we have to ask that question. Um, yeah, where did the $1.5 million go, Joe Biden? Really interesting. Charity spent a total of almost a million that year, with a large chunk of it going to the six-figure salaries of Biden cronies who held executive jobs at the nonprofits. And there you guys go. You see how it works. You see how all of this is tied together. You see how this is a gigantic money laundering and money making machine for Biden and all of the people tied to him. Now, Joe Biden is in office via the fortified election, via big tech suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. And Donald Trump was maliciously attacked for the entirety of his presidency for basically all of the things that Joe Biden is actually doing. People said that Trump was a dictator, that he was going to destroy this nation, that he was inept, that he was going to cause food shortages and rising gas prices, that he was a laughingstock on the world stage, that the U.S. was going to ruins, that he was colluding with the Russians, that he was so corrupt that, they, you know, the left couldn't fathom somebody like that being in office. Everything that Joe Biden is and has done, they blame Trump for. Well, good news, some good news. Uh, Manhattan DA ends Trump investigation indefinitely and will no longer pursue charges. That's right, baby. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has indefinitely suspended his department's criminal investigation into former President Donald Trump and his business, the Trump Organization, according to a resignation letter from one of his top prosecutors. Mark Pomerantz and Carrie June, who were leading the investigation under former DA Cyrus Vance, turned in their resignations last month after Bragg began raising doubts about going forward with a case against Trump. And why were they having doubts about it? Because there was no case against Donald Trump. And you know what Donald Trump has since done? He said, F you, I'm suing your asses. And so he just came out with this lawsuit. And I'm going to name who it's against because it's just, mm, we love to freaking see it. Hillary Clinton, the DNC, DNC Service Corporations, Perkins Coie, Michael Sussman, Mark Elias, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Charles Halliday Dolan Jr., Jake Sullivan, John Podesta, Robert Mook, Philip Rines, Fusion GPS, basically all of the corrupt people that wrongfully and on no basis, accused Donald Trump of colluding with the Russians and then coordinated this whole entire fake narrative that he did and whole entire fake situation with the help of people part of the FBI, like 
James Comey, he's listed in this too. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe. Yeah, they're all getting sued now. So I'm going to patiently wait to see what happens with that. And I'm really excited that uh, Donald Trump is doing this and pursuing this because this these people do need to be brought to justice. They're so corrupted and so disgusting that this type of deception, this type of corruption is allowed to fester. And these types of people, which are an actual cancer to America, are allowed to prosper in our society. Now, going back to Joe Biden and the absolute state of America, we got these fun tweets. This is from Joe Biden in May of 2020. He says, we don't have a food shortage problem. We have a leadership problem. And that's when uh, Donald Trump was in office, right? Fast forward to March of 2022, C-SPAN, President Biden on food shortages. With regard to food shortages, it's going to be real. Yes, guys, if there are food shortages, well, it's not because of leadership. It's just because, because... Joe Biden's doing such a good job that, I mean, I don't know how to do the mental gymnastics to say that Joe Biden doing such a good job is leading to food shortages and record high inflation, but but it's a thing. Let's listen to Joe Biden, um, the powerful leader that he is, letting Americans know that food shortages are coming. Nothing more to report. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. So I was reading an article as well about the supply chain and food shortages, and it was disgusting to me to immediately read in the lead paragraph that the food shortages, which have been caused from uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. No, this is because of the government. This isn't because of Russia and Ukraine. This isn't because of COVID. This is because the government shut down our economy, basically kneecapped us. And now we're trying to blame Russia and Ukraine for this nonsense when we could very well be independent on our own oil supply. We could, you know, maybe work on farming here in America, making food here at home. But no, we stifle American businesses. We punish people who are successful in this country with high taxes, and then they move their businesses overseas. And that's why our entire country is the way that it is. That's a whole nother mess that we could get into. But going back to the complete degradation of America, Food shortages coming. We also have iced tea of all people. Snoop Dogg too. Okay. You know that there's a problem when Snoop Dogg, who just stays high as a kite, okay, probably smoked the most weed on this entire planet. When even Snoop Dogg is posting memes about how high gas prices are, they're high. Okay. They're really high. So Ice T puts this tweet out. He says, I was robbed at a gas station in New Jersey last night. After my hand stopped trembling, I managed to call the cops and they were quick to respond calm me down. My money is gone. The police asked me if I knew who did it. And I said, yes, it was pump number nine. And it has almost 1 million likes. Why did YouTube have to take away the dislike button? Why does big tech have to censor certain stories? Because Joe Biden is so wildly unpopular and horrible and everybody sees it. But the media wants to pretend that we're living in a reality that we are not. The media wants to pretend that this was because of COVID, that this is Russia's fault. No, this is Joe Biden's fault. This is the government's fault. Americans, gov- America's government is handicapping our own country. 
I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't think that our greatest adversary is China or Russia, North Korea. Take your pick of any other you know, country that could be a threat to the US. I really don't think that those enemies are our greatest adversary. I think that it's the Biden administration and all of the people who have been put into these positions of power that are destroying us from the inside. Look at where our country is currently at. From Fox News, Los Angeles police warn against wearing expensive jewelry, citing would-be thieves. <sighs> Los Angeles police are telling people not to wear expensive jewelry. The warning comes after a smash-and-grab robbery occurred at Beverly Hills Jewelry Store on Tuesday, with the thieves taking $5 million worth of items. Over the last year, there has been a marked increase of armed robberies involving victims wearing expensive jewelry while in public. So what is the... Los Angeles Police Department say, they say, well, just don't wear expensive jewelry, you guys. Come on. That's like such a basic response to this. Don't look at the fact that it was bad Democrat policy that instituted all of, you know, the things that are happening. And we have rampant crime and Asian people are being murdered and attacked by the black community every day. And, um, you know, there's there's food supply issues. And inflation is the highest it's ever been. Don't look at any of that, you guys. Come on. It's not Joe Biden's fault at all. It's your fault because you're a dirty American. And maybe if you had just eaten the bugs and lived in the pod, we wouldn't be here. So good job. You didn't get an electric vehicle. And that's why you're paying record high gas prices. This is on you, America. So all of this is going on, right? And, and I want you guys to understand <laughs> who Joe Biden is. And I, this is just another example. I think I've already shown you so many things. You already see it with your own two eyes. But when Joe Biden gets pressed by any reporter, not even pressed by any reporter, if any reporter wants to ask Joe Biden any question about anything, keep in mind, America crumbling all around us. This is the response from his people. No, 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 no. Come on, let's go. So that's Joe Biden's staffers, okay? You, you're you a reporter and you want to ask a question to the president of the United States? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. That's never been done before. He's much too important for you. Uh, we are going to go ahead and say no, not because he has dementia and can't speak coherently and doesn't know what's going on. And also we have to go change his diaper. Um, we're saying no because he's so busy. Uh, please, please stop harassing him. We are not in a good spot. We are really not. And again, this is kind of a recap episode. I'll do another episode later on this week where we'll actually get more into the up-to-date news. But I did have to take a break from pulling in videos showing where our country is currently at because it was just video after video after video of LGBTQ teachers bragging about how they're indoctrinating kindergartners, second graders, fourth graders. It was videos of people smashing, grabbing all of these stores, robbing jewelry stores in Beverly Hills of $3.5 million worth of jewelry, uh, Asian people being attacked in the street, people being shot, us having record high homicide rates in our you know 12 biggest cities across America. There comes a point where I'm like, you know what? I, I just, I have to stop pulling in the videos because it's too much. But I did find one video that really lays out very well how people in our country are. 
and what our next generation looks like. I really do. And fear is the wrong word to use because I don't fear the destruction of this nation. I'm already living through it. But I see this next generation. And if you think things are bad now, they're going to get worse. Watch this video of your future Supreme Court nominee, of your future teacher to your child, to maybe even a future president of the United States, a future businessman in America. This is the future right here. Just drop everything we Well, we, we, we no, 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 stop. You were banned last time after the lady Stay out. What are you talking about? Yeah, what manager? What store manager? We need to get on. We need to get on stuff. No, there's no express line. I need to get my stuff. No, we were banned from the store. Why? Why am I banned? Because it is what he's doing, and and you're not doing anything about it. What can I do? If I hit my kid, what's going to happen? I'm going to go to jail. You don't come in. This is called jail. You're letting him do this. I'm going to go to jail. I can't do that. I'm never going to hit my kid. I need to get my stuff. You're not getting anything. No, shut the fuck up! I can't get my stuff. No, Okay, that's enough of that video, but, um, for podcast listeners, what you're seeing is this unruly little child who is throwing things around in the store and telling the store manager to shut the F up. That's the next generation. It's not looking good, folks. And again, just to put the cherry on top of uh, where our nation is currently at, because I didn't even cover border news. I have quite a bit of border news. That will be for the next episode, though, uh, because things are not looking good over there. Our borders are wide open. And uh, typically, countries have a strong military to, you know, protect them from uh, foreign adversaries or even real terrorists that are coming in across our wide open border. Well, guys, uh, I think you guys can all just sleep a lot easier knowing this is a headline from The Hill came out six days ago. Army approves reduced physical fitness standards for women and older soldiers following a three year review. The Army has scrapped plans to use the same physical fitness test for all soldiers, choosing instead to have some reduced standards to allow women and older soldiers to pass the service announced Wednesday. So there you guys go. Our military is getting weakened every single day. The next generation is being indoctrinated to be unruly. They're being fed propaganda about the LGBTQ sexuality every single day. And the majority of America is just sitting here going, wow, this is awful. I don't want my my kid learning this in school anymore. Wow, Antifa's on the street shutting people down. That's really bad. Wow, people are ushering in communism into our country. That's not good. Wow, we're still dealing with COVID nonsense and we have to, you know, still be forced to get vaccinated or lose our jobs. Wow. That's been the response from the majority of America, which is why we have continued on this path of accelerated demise, because not enough people are willing to stand up against this nonsense. It's why, for some reason, we have airlines still having to ask Joe Biden to drop the mask mandates at airports. 
Airlines to Biden dropped the mask mandate. Ten CEOs of U.S. passenger and cargo airlines send a letter to President Biden calling for an end to the onboard mask mandate and pre-departure testing rules. The letter is signed by the CEOs of Alaska, American, Atlas, Delta, FedEx, Express, Hawaiian, JetBlue, Southwest, United, UPS Airlines, and the CEO of Airlines for America. Now, I don't understand why, instead of asking this dimension-ridden president if they can drop the face mask mandate, just do it. If 10 of these major companies said, we're not doing the face masks anymore, who do you think would win that battle? If all of the major airlines shut down until the mask mandate was lifted, who do you think would come out a winner there? The airlines, the American people. But no, for some reason in this country, because like I said earlier, everyone has been thought to or taught to bow to authority. Well, let's ask first. Let's just ask for permission. Stop asking for permission. We've been doing this BS for over two years at this point. People are dying from the vaccine. The face masks don't work and you're asking for permission? That's pathetic. Come on, guys. What are we doing? This comes from Katie Stoll on Twitter, who says, look, this isn't intended to come across as anti-vax in any way. I am triple protected and would do it again. But it has significantly affected my menstruation. It has significantly affected a lot of women's menstruation. There has been hardly anything written about this. Remember that DC Drano, I think almost a year ago at this point, got all of the stories of these women who had gotten vaccinated and were experiencing horrible, horrible changes to their menstruation. Everyone was saying that that was a lie. People were getting censored off of YouTube for talking about it. No one has still come out and researched or studied this. Now, another heartbreaking thing that has happened is uh, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins, died. Now, Dave Grohl forced all of the uh, Foo Fighters band members to get vaccinated, and now Taylor Hawkins is dead. And you know what the media is reporting it on? Just like they did with DMX, they're like, oh yeah, it's just drugs. Apparently he was found with uh, 10 different substances in his body when he died. Now, many people on Twitter were calling this out and saying that this was absolute BS, that he's been clean for so many years and now all of a sudden he decides to have a bender with 10 plus drugs. Not a chance. And they're referring to this interview. It's about a minute long, but I want you to listen to it in its entirety because the media is telling you that Taylor Hawkins died from a drug overdose of 10 plus drugs in his system. But this is Taylor Hawkins talking about drug use. Listen. Dang, I think a lot of kids, I could say kids, I say 20s that play in rock bands think that you need to be sort of Keith Richards. Or, or whatever. You need to be like that and you need to suffer for your art and you need to be tortured and you need to be dark and you need to be fucked up to be cool. And me personally, I realize that that's a bunch of horse shit. You know, and, and, and I realize that to be a drummer, to be a good drummer, you have to be an athlete. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself. And to have a good life, you have to take care of yourself. And I have children now, I have a wife, and I'm very normal. Do anything that would be considered rock star anymore, really, at all. You know, we don't go to Hollywood parties and we don't, my phone book isn't filled with fucking, you know, actors and, you know, 
that kind of thing. I don't, we don't, you know, we don't live that kind of life, you know, and it's just great and it's healthy. And I'm into, you know, if I could just quit smoking cigarettes, I'll be the picture of health. So that's Taylor Hawkins talking about his life, talking about his children and talking about not using drugs. And now the media is coming out and saying that he died with 10 plus drugs in his system. Seems kind of suspicious to me, but the media said it, so it must be true. Now let's move on from that. I'll let you guys marinate and do your own research into that one. From the New York Post, uh, basically Mayor Eric Adams said that <laughs> athletes were exempt from vaccination. Athletes, they're better than the common American man, so they were exempt from vaccination, but you are not. So the fired New York City workers are trying to sue Mayor Adams over the athlete vaccination exemption. Scores of workers who got fired for refusing to comply with the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandates are eager to sue Mayor Eric Adams over his decision to exempt local pro athletes and performers. This morning alone, we have received over 100 different calls asking for our help. Long Island lawyer James Mermigas also said, I already got five calls this morning from private sector employees that were let go because of the mandates and they want to sue the city. So if you needed another example of how little your politicians think of you. Yeah, athletes are except because athletes are cool and they're entertainers and they're better than you. But if you lost your job because you were unvaccinated, well, maybe you should have just gotten vaccinated and listened to the government. Sorry, it's your fault. Now, I'm going to end the show on a very black-pilled note because I do have to highlight why America isn't standing up, who the average American is, and how much our society has degraded. This was a dance competition at a high school per Tariq Nasheed. And I'm just going to go ahead and play the B-roll here of these parents twerking in front of these students in a high school gym. For my podcast listeners, we have three women here who are all twerking Okay, this woman's on the floor, her face is on the floor, and her ass is in the air, pointed towards these kids in the bleachers. This other mom is jumping, like gyrating and humping the court. And this is the the, the school, the modern school in 2022 America. That's dance night. That's what we've deemed okay in our society. This next girl that I'm going to play, she is deemed normal and healthy in our society. And everybody who would say, no, that's a mental illness, gets deleted off the face of the earth and slandered. Listen to this one. So I'm a member of a DID system, and for me right now, that means that in the coming months, I am going to be able to watch some of my best friends and some of my closest companions get the body of their dreams that matches their gender, that makes them feel happy, and in exchange, I'm going to have to give up my own. I'm cisgender, the majority of my headmates aren't, and we've decided to transition. Which means that as happy as I am for the men in my system, I am about to have to watch myself go through the wrong puberty. Uh... <laughs> And it's going to be permanent. I don't think we talk enough about how DID gets rid of a person's bodily autonomy. You know, I hear people say all the time, the one thing you have control over is your own body and your own. Okay, that's enough from you, you little psychopath. So 
this is a, an older video, but still again, worth re-mentioning. This girl is getting gender reassignment surgery to become a male because some of her identities are male. And that's who the media props up. It's people like this who are propped up in society. Massey University academic Cat Paws dies suddenly. And if you look at the picture of this woman who died suddenly, we don't know why. She's morbidly obese. Somebody go look up the definition of what morbidly means and get back to me. I also saw another post today from someone on Twitter who said that a nurse took a screen or like showed a screen capture of what a nurse was learning at her hospital. The question was, is obesity linked to overeating and basically like making bad decisions, not exercising? The nurse answered yes. And then on the screen, it popped up. That's incorrect. This is who we're propping up in society. From the New York Post, couple who asked for female embryo sues fertility clinic over baby boy. Heather Rutenberg said she would only have kids with her wife, Robin, if they could have girls because Heather was still traumatized from being sexually assaulted on two different occasions. The lab could determine the sex of any embryo created using an egg from Robbie and donor sperm before it was transferred into Heather. But when Heather was 15 weeks pregnant, having been assured by the clinic that the embryo was female, she says they found out she was carrying a boy. The news sent her into a dark depression. And after their son's birth in December, Heather became suicidal and wasn't able to bond with the baby. So... I'm going to read this quote from the story. Here's two, again, mentally ill women. And the caption on this reads, Robbie Wilhelm left and wife Heather Rutenberg planned to have a daughter until they say an upstate fertility clinic selected a male embryo that was transplanted to Heather's body. who was put there against my will, just like rape. <sighs> so this woman has compared having to grow her own child in her womb, her own son, to rape. And again, this is a, an entirely bigger issue. You're two lesbians, you can't procreate. So maybe that was your first sign. And this poor little boy, I guarantee you, they're going to try to get him to transition into a little girl. This is where our country's at. This is who has power. And this is who is guiding all of our major institutions. Wake up and understand where this country is currently at. I have to delete this stream off of YouTube because I broke all of their rules tonight. And their rule is basically don't tell the truth. But I don't regret anything that I've said here because it is all true. This headline is disgusting. These women are disgusting. They don't deserve that beautiful baby boy. And they're going to psychologically abuse him his whole life. This is a heartbreaking story to read. And it's even more heartbreaking that these people are allowed to prosper and thrive in our society. While anybody who is a normal human being from 50 years ago is demonized as a racist, bigot, fascist, pick whatever name you want to. Again, guys, please remember that if I get one more strike on YouTube, I'm permanently banned forever. So go follow me on Rumble, go follow me on Odyssey, go please go follow the, po the podcast. I actually put up a podcast during the two-week YouTube suspension about the Ukrainian biolab. So if you go, if you missed that, go check it out. And the numbers are growing on the podcast, which I love to see. 
if I get banned here, I will still upload to the podcast. I will still upload to my website and you guys can go see the viral footage that I got amassed over 3 million views. That is on my website. Go check it out. Big Tech can try their hardest to silence me and censor me, but I will always make sure that I can give you guys this information because it's important. We will continue to fight back against these Satanists because this is just straight up evil. Do, you, do I need to reiterate what I just read there? This woman equated her baby boy in her womb to rape. That's who our opposition is. Our opposition targets kids. They're soft on pedophilia. They are soft on child porn. They promote normal porn, if you will. They want to upend anything that's considered traditional or Christian and destroy it. Meanwhile, the majority sits back and says, we don't like this. If you don't like it, then stand up. Stop wearing your face mask in the airport. Go to your city council and have your voice heard. Push back against these schools. Take your child out of schools. Go find a better one. And start taking back this country. Because I can't do this by myself, and neither can you. It has to be all of us together. That's all I've got for this episode of Rapid Fire. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And again, please go follow me on those alternative platforms. My name is Savannah Hernandez, and I appreciate you guys sticking with me.